champ is here. We will definitely not shut up and dribble. The champ is here. I must be the the champ is here. I'm going to continue to stand with the people. The champ is here. I will I not, not, not lose. lose. I'm a bad man. I took up the world. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you are here with we. My name is EJ, and I got my man. MH. Yes, he is the DB of the show, and we are Black in Sports, giving a voice to the culture that won't shut up and dribble. And today, man, we're bringing you back inside the locker room where we talk about the subjects in and around the game, man. MH, man, we're going to talk about a little bit of the blind side, man. You ready to do this? Yes, sir. So blind side, right? <laughs> Definitely a football term, right? So so it's great, great terminology. Um, I don't did y'all did y'all run into it much as a DB? Did y'all have to like watch uh, out? For yeah, yeah. Well, I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> There's some moments of blindside that comes to mind. To mind, uh, okay. It was more like on punt, <laughs> uh, and now they don't necessarily. It's not necessarily <laughs> the same anymore, right? Uh, you 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 on um, punt was like a weird. It's particularly when I got in college, and that's okay. how I played early. Was kind of on punts, and then you know Especially if you're too. running a little too free, you like mm, some don't really feel right. And then next thing you know, you see in cleats, a <laughs> wall being set up. You see in cleats uh, in there. So so that, that's kind of, that's kind of my thoughts with blind side. And so as a defensive end we truly kind of had a blind side as well um, from the pulling guard perspective, right? Like you're coming off that ball and you're like, why am I getting such a free reign? Like I'm about to get back there. And then like this pulling guard comes and just, like you said, you see cleats, right? <laughs> but what we're talking about is kind of the blind side of the quarterback, right? So, um, you know, that's where the left tackle is really covering, you know, um, most quarterbacks um, from, it would be the left guard, right? It's the left guard. I mean, left tackle, excuse me. Left tackle, yeah. Left tackle that protects the, the quarterback's blind side. And, uh, you know, Hollywood got a hold of a story and they did a whole movie. So hopefully you know the movie we're talking about um, and uh, the, the, the the recent news that's kind of portrayed to why. Because what time, that movie came out in what, like 2000 and... Not eight, nine, something like that. Let's hit up the research team here. Hit the research team up. So research team. So so the movie came out back in the day and kind of got like critical acclaim and two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. All right. So the, the the movies is an older movie now, right? And hell, uh, your girl actually uh she won a an award for it, right? Like maybe best actor yeah. or something like that. Congratulations, Miss Sandra Bullock. I mean, <laughs> like since we're just talking about Sandra, I mean, she even, I don't know if it was recently after the movie, um, she adopted a black kid. Yeah, she took the role to heart. Uh, <laughs> she took it to heart. Like, <laughs> Channeled her inner Will Smith when it comes to taking roles to heart. Taking roles to heart, right? So she and whatever the baby's name is, and that's when they were doing the, you know, no, getting black babies and then naming them weird shit. Is that the kid that's named Apple or is that something? Anyway, I'm going off. Don't know. 
I'm, I'm going off, I'm pulling to you. I'm going off into left field. Let me bring it back. So, okay. um, so as you know, so Sandra Bullock played the leading lady in this. You had some other people, but that was, you know, the story, right? And it was one of those uh, movies that kind of made you fall for it, you know? I mean, hold on. I mean, did you like the movie? Because I don't even know. We did the top movies before, and I don't know if that made the, the top movie category. I think maybe we have to go back and play that. But um, did you like the movie when it first came out? Uh, I don't know. Like is a strong word for it. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm not trying to lead into my position on on the whole story in general. I just uh, I don't know. There's something about the the movie that I didn't really particularly you know kind of care for. But uh, I like Sandra Bullock as a, a artist, so I thought she did a good job in portraying her role. So for that for that point, I liked it. I did. I guess I would say I like some of the appearances by college football coaches at the time that were top-level college football. So for that reason, yes, I like the movie. For other reasons, particularly the practice scenes where uh, Miss Sandra Bullock was on the field, and I, yeah, come on, I, don't, I didn't necessarily like that. But, you know, it is what it is. And I didn't like the little hood actors either. Like, I, I you know. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I didn't like I didn't like that. So Okay. All right. So uh, it seems like I tapped in some deep emotion. Maybe we won't have to do a wellness check after after we talk about yeah, this because yeah, you went a little deeper. I'll just, if I you did, like, come on. okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I did I, I did go around. Yeah, the movie was good. <laughs> okay. So for me, I like the movie as well, right? So there's some definite um, cultural sensitive, um, you know, innate kind of messages that we have to kind of, you know, especially for the culture, be weary and leery of, right? And, and, you know, so I think for me, that's one of the things that early came on, right? So when the story came on, you know, uh, Michael Orr, it's loosely based on his life, right? It's a, you know, they always put that loosely based on there. So it was the, um, the Hollywood dramatization. You like that? That's another $5 word. Uh, The Hollywood dramatization of his life. So, you know, they had to put those kind of those skits that didn't, you know, probably didn't happen or, you know, they exaggerate a little bit, right? Like the corn yeah. on the field, the hood characters, <laughs> you know, the Fernando, the bull, you know, yeah. like, you know, stopping, stopping whole people, you know, in car accidents, you know, whatever. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> we get it. And then we both played the, the sport and like, you know, I do believe there are people with natural talents, but just like, you know, the dude's looking at butterflies and then now he's like, you know, well, blocking someone all the way into a trash can over the fence or some shit like that. Like, yeah, I mean, it was a bit much. But Mike Orr first, his first kind of after the movie was done was just like, hey, I didn't like some of the things. They made it look like I didn't know anything about football. So he made a little bit of a spark or a hint right yeah, after. Pretty early on. Yeah. Pretty early on. Right. Like right mm-hmm. after. And plus, it was during his playing day. So I'm pretty sure <laughs> the capping in the locker room that happened. <laughs> Boy, you can't read. <laughs> I know you can't read. We don't know we can put you in on this, right? Um, you know, so so I can un- just imagine when that first came out, right? All right. So fast forward, um, and then we can jump back into some of the things that you were kind of pointing out when I asked you basically if you like the movie. But so now today in the news, I think we posted on our social. Um, he's actually filing a was it fifteen million 
Fatal Mill. Class action suit against the film against his biological parents or the or the people that uh what was the word you looked up? <laughs> Man, I, I'm not gonna everybody knows the same thing Britney Spears has always been talking about. Some yeah. some kind of custody, some kind of custody, right? Custodial concert. Yeah, I'm not concert, custodial conservation. I don't know. We butchering yeah. this shit. You know that's yeah. I butcher shit, so yeah. <laughs> that. So anyway, so so he has this lawsuit. I guess out of nowhere, because it's been, you know, since 2009, the movie, his career, he's out of the league. Where did this come from, man? So what are your your thoughts about it, man? You know, I, when, when things like this happen, there's there's a couple of things that I look at. One, the timing of when said suit allegations and things come up, like why, why things come up at certain times. Michael Lohr has kind of been out of um, – you know, the football spotlight for a little bit now, right? And, you know, the movie is, at this point, over a decade years old. So, was, you know, I, I I wonder about the timing. And then, you know, there's a book that he's putting out. So, okay. Understand, we got to get the... I, I missed that. Like, yeah. We just helped so, plug that, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, okay, I, I get a little bit of the time in there. Um, and then the second thing, I always look for the reaction. Um so I'm getting off topic here, but I love Winning Time, uh, the the series on HBO about the Lakers and <laughs> the reaction from the people that it, in Winning Time has portraying Jerry West, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, uh, Magic, Magic Johnson. Their reaction was like absolutely not, and I'm like, okay, because your reaction is this, I'm thinking this is pretty accurate. Okay. <laughs> Because you're acting just like what your character is betrayed on the show. So um, so I, I say that to say, I, I think the the adopted or whatever you want to call his parents, uh, initial reaction was nothing at first. Um, so I was like, oh, okay, that's that's interesting. No, no comments, but they probably read the Zen book that I was reading. So I, I probably get that reacting silence, you know, that kind of thing. Uh <laughs> And then based on history and based on how I feel about the subject in general, I'm like, yeah, I, I can believe all this happened. And now they came back and said, like, yeah, that's it's hurtful and all those type of things. So I guess I don't really know where to. I know where where I just my my gut feelings, where I will feel on, on the side of the coin. I have no real fact or no knowledge of anything. Uh, Michael or the situation to say, like, it's one way or the other outside of. I believe what he's saying because that part of uh, it's it's just some some things are just culturally insensitive to me, like we've mentioned, and this whole story uh, of you know save a, a young black athlete. I already don't like the, the topic anyway. We've touched on it a lot of times, so I'm and that's the narrative that like they were they were saying about Hollywood, right? Because like during that time, or just anytime you have um, blacks in a, in a role, it's like. I think it's called the white savior complex or narrative or whatever they were calling it. So, you know, um, the, the, the white man came in and saved, you know, somebody in some kind of situation, right? Like that's the narrative that was, that was kind of starting to come out in those things. Like there are plenty, you know, of families that, you know, where the, the kids grow up with their grandmother, with someone else, you know, and then like, we always talk about like, Two parent, two parent homes do exist. We're they both. There, there are dads that <laughs> are around. 
Correct. And like, you know, to not take those stories and sensationalize those is kind of, you know, definitely that one part that's always kind of like rubs us the wrong way, right? Correct. But when you're saying like there's some of the things that you do feel like or you get where he's coming from, do you think that and like you said, we don't have clear facts and all of that good stuff. Cause you could go into like, hey, the NCA did a, a filing and nothing came out. But you know, that's that whole thing with the NCAA did fi- two filings on two court uh two uh college players right now in the NCAA that's kind of getting buzzed, which I'm pretty sure we'll talk about in the live show. Um, but do you do believe uh Michael Orr was led astray? Run amok. He didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on him. Now let me quit. Um, uh, probably. I mean, if I re- read the definition of conservative, whatever the word is, uh, I could see, you know, it's kind of like, hey, fight this person that could be a guardian or whoever kind of takes, you know, financial control of a minor's life or, you know, that kind of thing because a minor can't make decisions themselves. Or somebody's in prison so like by definition i could see where he could probably been like kind of led astray a little bit uh and maybe it's something that they are he i mean maybe it's something that he already knew um but maybe he's just like i don't like how it's <laughs> you know they've gone big I business about that. I, don't, I don't know i don't know i don't know where i'm, I'm standing that to be honest with you and it's a tough one right because <laughs> right but so they're business owners they provided for that for him um you know we don't know if he got like you know awarded money from the state you know because like you know there are people that adopt kids to get that financial gain and things like that um but he he is in the league right like he has access to a lawyer like when that stuff was coming out so yeah. like right when that movie comes out instead of saying oh, they made it look like I didn't know how to play football, that's when maybe he should have been investigating and, like, digging into, I don't know, saying that, like, oh, there's some money held back, or they made more money because it was more their story about how they took me in, not my story, right? Right. Because, like, when when it comes out, we all say it's the Michael Orr story, right? Like, loosely based more on him, not Mm -hmm. the the Tui story. So I, I, I do, I definitely agree with you when you talk about, like, the timing of situations right like the fact that he has a book coming out kind of it doesn't diminish like what's going on but it's one of those things that like makes you go hmm right mm-hmm. so the, the definite timing of it's just kind of crazy yeah it is it is interesting i i think from like something that sandra bullock was i, I guess saying whether she said it was just comments from i guess sandra bullock you know how things can get right later straight um, but she was saying like it she was hurt by it, partly because the movie itself, the, the piece of work that she got award for can be tainted now. So, you know, when somebody watched the movie, they're probably going to think about, oh, this isn't true or, you know, all that kind of stuff. And that could diminish her work. And I, and I guess for, for Michael Orr, um, who played multiple years in the NFL, uh, you know, earned a scholarship out of the SEC school. Um, obviously, you know, when you have that success, nobody does it alone. But at the same time, you want to your your name is your name, your brand is your brand. And how, you know, does he want to be attached to this brand of uh, you know, these, you know, two two white parents or these two individuals family took me in and, and that's a great made point, me what man. I am. 
You know, how do you get back your brand, your name? And that's the thing, right? Like usually in adopted situations, if you really feel like that's a gift, like you always hear like, oh, I'm, you want to change my last name to you, right? Like Mm -hmm. there was nothing. And you know, you don't know who the rest of the oars are, but like he kept his name. He never wanted to change it to that. Right. Right. So that, that's a great point. I mean, it's the same in, in, in a lot of different ways, but you know, whatever Colin Kaepernick's relationship is with his adoptive family is completely different now based on, you know, him trying to figure out what his brand and who he is, um, aside from adoptive parents, he's, you know, I think a lot of that is probably trying to understand more about what he is and who he is and and what he represents now for the culture. It might be totally different than what he was brought up in under. So, you know, with those type of things, man, I, I, I wonder how much of who I am is trying to figure out what my brand is, is how do I take ownership of who I am type thing. So, and those things change, right? Like who I am now versus who I am high school, who I am college, you know, who I am, you know, and work, it definitely involves the circle of people you kept, right? So even right. though high school, college, once you got in college, man, you, he was starting to kind of see things or hopefully starting to see things, right? Because that's when you're on your independent stuff, right? Like right. no curfew, you know, you're responsible for getting up, doing the things that you're supposed to do, um, you know, get... <laughs> getting a football practice, you know, all of those kind of things. So it just seems like you would develop all of whether you, whether you sense something was wrong or not. Right. So like coming back and saying that like, Oh, you know, they kind of tricked me into going to, you know, this college It's like, no, nah, like they, they made a lane for you. So I, I don't know, man. Yeah. I, the, the, the brands and identity thing is interesting, you know, cause like even somebody like, Jalil White, we don't even know. <laughs> My bad. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm dead ass. Like he's Steve Urkel. Whether he wants to be Jalil White or not, he's always Steve Urkel. He's always Urkel. Maybe Stefan or Kel. If I mean, but he's he's still one of them two dudes. He even tried to. He, that's how much he didn't like that identity. I'm gonna create a regular me on the show uh, because I'm tired of being Steve Urkel. I, that's what I think. But he's always—I mean, Carl Winslow's always gonna be. I don't even know what Carl Winslow's real name is. <laughs> and I think I think he passed away, so I shouldn't say that. But like, I, like well, he was just recently in a, a Geico or some commercial. Like he's like the TV dad now. So oh no, so he didn't pass away. My 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 my, my mistake. But he's always Carl Winslow. Right now he's. Now he's reclaiming that as a TV dad, to your point. So identity and brands. I, I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah, but I don't think that, like, as you formulate those, that you, you're going back to Sue. So I, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how this goes. Um, you know, their lawyers, of course, their lawyers are fighting it, saying it's a frivolous lawsuit. You know, and, of course, they're going to go on like, oh, you know, we saw someone in need, da 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 and we provided, you know, them an opportunity and, you know, and sometimes it's just relationships, right? Like, so relationships go bad. Um, and for whatever the agreement was when they, you know, sat down and signed the deal. And like you said, he's out of football. Cause like, I mean, you talk about people writing books, like you thought, uh, Jordan, Scotty Pippen were like good people. And now Scotty's on his, 
Scotty is on Jordan's helmet saying, you know, all the things that he's saying because time and relationships or, or, or maybe, you know, you reflecting on how certain things went and you thought you should have been in a different situation in that, in that, in that process. Right. So I don't know how much money he got from the, the movie, you know, what his deal was versus what their deals were, um, you know, and this understanding contract stuff right here, we go back on my, my business hat side of things, but it's like, you know, what was that contract, you know, did the two E's and them take points to where they're getting like residual stuff. Um, and he took like a lump sum to sell his story to, to like, let it loosely be based and not have control over the narrative. Or is it like my dude, uh, Jason Weaver, whose mom hooked him up with the best Lion King contract where he made his money off the back end and he's still making money off the Lion King. So, you know, I think it's sometimes you make a stupid mistake or, or just, you don't know, you know, I don't want to call it, you just don't know. And then looking back at it, like trying to recoup, you know, some things that you got. And sometimes you can't go back and ask for something you should ask for in the beginning. I, I, I agree with you. Uh, see Bobby Bonilla. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Anything else on that, man? Because, like, it is just a he says, she said, but it's just interesting. Um, it does have a lot of cultural significance, which maybe we can bring up on the live show because um, it is exhausting, you know, to dig into some of that stuff um, that happens kind of especially, you know, with our culture, um, you know, one of the claims I remember them kind of saying is like what they didn't want in the NCAA is like, you know, well-to-do families. It doesn't have to be white, but well-to-do families going into the inner cities. Cause you know, like there are a lot of inner city kids that are just very talented. Um, you know, they just don't have the resource. I think we also post on our social media, this guy that's been homeless, you know, going from school to school, couch to couch, and he's attempting to trial for the G league, right? Like there's plenty of just talented people that are just, you know, born in rough situations. And then see is like, you know, just the audacity for them to say like, oh, we don't want, you know, other families to see this <laughs> and go out and recruit and, you know, get them to go to their schools, right? Which is just kind of a shame that we just don't have people or resources in this country to just give, you know, um, talented people that want to do something uh, with themselves an opportunity unless they want to go to the army, you know? Yeah, I mean, it, and it's, Man, I, I I think you bring up a really really good point, and it might maybe my own I don't know issues with it is um, speaking louder than what the actual thing is. Is like you know there is some parts of humanity that you want to just kind of be an assistance to somebody that hey just kind of needs some help in the next you know whatever that next step is. You know uh, I, I think. Uh, addresses using your cousin your auntie's address because she lives in a different neighborhood i mean that's you know like that's that's been the thing for forever right ever yes right? so uh so to your point you know maybe not maybe not let me shoot them down too much it, it's just a, it's just a story that to your point it just gets tired and overused and um you know i'm, I'm sure they can meet it from the goodness of their heart i'm sure it wasn't just I, I would hope it wasn't just like, hey, we see money in this kid, or maybe 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 it's a little bit of both. I don't I don't know, and I'm not I'm not God, so I, the only God can judge, and they only know what their motives were. But hey, Michael Orr is a success. Um, I mean, he claims a lot on his own, and uh, he does give credit to the family and says he has love for the family as well. 
Um, but whatever the situation is to your point where relationships, family always go through arguments and tough times. So they just had to do it in the public light and we can talk about it. <laughs> so Michael or man, send us a copy of your book. We'll have you on the show. Too. <laughs> we, can, we can definitely have you on the show. You can, you can talk more about it. You can talk more about it, man. Anything else on this, man, before we, before we sign off? I think even the actor, the Mike, the, the blindside actor was like, uh, kind of defending the story. Have you, have, what, what's his name? Like, has he been on any other things? I think he got on, um, what's the, like the lost shows. I think he did. He got, he, he got some run. He definitely got some burn after playing that. Is, um, is he, he getting ready for, uh, Shaq's, uh, biopic? <laughs> <laughs> that are biggies. Um, they keep coming out with biggie biopics, but, um, he did get some burn after it. He was defending from the two side or from, um, Michael's side. The two side. Oh, okay. Hmm. I mean, he's probably on the same time as Sandra Bullock. Like, Hey, I mean, that's <laughs> right. That, that, my work, that, man. Like, come on, don't. that got me out there. And yeah, plus, you know, I wonder like how that. much the, the twoies and them were on the set and like around and things like that, you know what I mean? And in, involved and stuff like that. So I don't know, man. It's going to be interesting to see how this kind of folds. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> Last words. How you doing, man? Quick mental check, man. What, what What's going on? And not not necessarily put your personals on the on the airways, but, you know, just checking in on you. How you doing? Absolutely. So, you know, um, we're here. What's this? It's August. Football's about to start. So that's a, always a great time. Um, Super Bowl's coming to Las Vegas. So that adds some excitement as well as stress. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Um, you know, as you can understand, we're getting hit up for and getting pulled multiple different directions from a, um, a work, a social, um, a community <laughs> and many other ways, um, you know. Right. Um, your boy's moving, you know, so going through a move, uh, so, uh, finally got the, <laughs> the sound back for our intro. So uh, apologize for the first couple of, uh, or the last couple of episodes. Um, you know, just, appreciate uh, you know, appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> so we got that kind of worked out, man, but, um, all in all, man, good spirits, man, just, um, head down, kind of pushing forward, but just in, in a transition period. And, you know, those transition periods can be stressful, but you have to look at them as like, um, you know, they're, they're, they're bringing something better. So that's that's where I think I'll leave that. How about yourself, man? Good, man. I, I mean, overall, blessed. Blessed to see another day. Um, you know, I heard somebody say a while ago, um, a coach, that, you know, if we're blessed to see another day, nobody nobody knows what the day is going to hold, right? So we all start even. So I, I'm, I'm blessed. Uh at, at the end of the day, the common denominator, I'm blessed. But, you know, I'm, I'm not the, the mental wellness guru or expert or anything, but I, I did have, like, a mental, like, just kind of like, man, what what is going on? Like, a overload, like, I felt kind of overwhelmed, and, I, and I've, I've never really felt that way before, I, I, I guess I was saying. I'm not going to put too much personal things of why, but, um, you know, sometimes – as males and as men, we we have to we have to constantly be unselfish. Um, and you know, I, not that I want to be selfish necessarily, but sometimes it just gets a lot of like just weight. 
a, a little bit. Um, you know, uh, so I, I had a little bit of like, dang, like what what am I? There's too much going on right now. Like I, I don't know if I can, uh, for lack of a better term, like hold all this, right? Um, and so, you know, it, it's good to have family and, and and people and this show and other things where I can sometimes just talk and I go ramble sometimes and it's just like, hey man, at the end of the day, I, I hold a whole lot in. Uh, a lot of times you got to hold be a whole lot for a whole lot of people sometimes and sometimes it's good to just kind of let go. That's why I always appreciate our guests for their perspective. Uh, it's without saying therapy or titling it. It is, it is therapy for me. And a we lot talk of about all the time and it's microphone therapy, yeah. man. No, for sure. And for sure. And one thing that, um, I'm learning and I thought I was a, like a humble person. I try to be humble and practice humility all the time with everything that goes on. But, you know, uh, I listened to this kind of leadership thing. This guy was saying that, yeah, like nobody really cares about like you. Like you're everybody's a step away from being a styrofoam phone cup, essentially. It's like I'm not that important. People are not like, hey, Miles, you know, whatever. It's more about the position that they think I hold or the title that I think I hold or what access do I have. So let me just take a step back <laughs> real quick. You're not that cool, you know. You know, be humble a little bit, understand that, you know, what God has blessed you with and, you know, opportunities that you have and positions and jobs that you have. That's what people that's what people are, you know, grabbing. Out, you know, they, they could kind of care less about you. And so, um, you know, understanding that uh, let me take a step back and say, like, OK, I can't handle this. And let me people pe keep people where they are, uh, because my family's my family, my folks is my folks. and. You know what it is it is what it is type of thing so Love it. thank you for this space to kind of get that out. i hope this may help somebody else because i don't talk a lot about that kind of stuff but hopefully anybody that's listening uh, you're doing the same for you and yours and we do check in on each other man so it's good that, that we do that uh people don't you know see the after show i mean that's something we spend a good <laughs> uh you know uh, you know talking just kind of you know checking in with each other but you know, it's good to see that um, and share that and, and make sure that you're talking about it. Um, I saw the one clip that Busta Rhymes talk about, especially for black males, because we just were so conditioned just to take on so much, right? Mm -hmm. that, we, that we suffer in silence or, you know, just the backlash that, you know, if we extend our hand out, you know, for help, either get slapped, chopped off, or, you know, it's not received, you know, in the way kind of manner we that we would hope that would that it would be, I guess, is the, the way I'm trying to say that. But just to switch it up, because uh, what we do on our show, when we have a lot of guests, we do make sure we do it. Um, so I want to um, give you your flowers. Um, you know, we're not going to go all into it, but, you know, you've been making some ways on the professional front. And, you know, I just want to kind of give you the hand clapping and flowers and tell you, you know, congratulations, man. It's a really big milestone um, for everything that you, you've been kind of doing. So just holding it down for your family. Um, and then also making those changes, you know, in a, in a, in a working or professional environment that's just dynamic and has a lot of changes. So, so congratulations to you, man, continue success and then understand that you got it because you deserve it. Right. And, and, you know, some people get it for other reasons, but just definitely know that you got it. 
because you deserve it, man. So definitely one more time, give my brother his flowers, baby. Let's go. That's love, man. I, I really appreciate that, man. That's that's love. Thank God. Absolutely. All right, man. Well, hey, let's get out of here, man. We're probably gonna have a couple more shows, a live shows coming. So if you would like to be on the live show, man, don't uh, hesitate to, to reach out to us and, and jump on that. Top a lot of y'all been here. asking. I need to see y'all log in. Y'all know who y'all are. There it is. Call them out because a lot of people, hey, y'all gonna jump on. Yes, jump on. Yeah. Don't be scared. <laughs> jump been on. Asking. All right, man. So um, are we ready to get out here at MH? Yes, sir, man. All right. So, hey, thank you uh, for listening, man. No, we drop new shows every Thursday. Uh, so please subscribe to that YouTube channel. Um, <laughs> baby girl did the drop. I got to record that. <laughs> <laughs> so as baby girl said, like, subscribe um, yeah. you know, to the show. <laughs> um, but, yeah, please subscribe to our YouTube channel because we uh, believe seeing is believing. If you see it, you can be it. Uh, we're everywhere that you listen to podcasts. So uh, definitely subscribe so you get that notification. And uh, please be safe, practice gratitude, and know we're rooting for you. Screaming, all us blacks got it, sports and entertainment, until we even. Assuming you're rooting for earned money, black. Uh-huh, yeah. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah, 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 yeah. Show me I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Spent bouts for racks on handmade new racks. Show me I'm rooting for everybody that's black. And everybody from sports to college class to rap and battle.